Hey y'all, welcome to Colored Couch Conversations, a podcast where I have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch. Today we will discuss living your best life, dating, and we'll give advice to a college student looking to pursue their dreams. I'm your host, Jasmine W., and my guest today is a professional plus-size model currently living in New York City. This California-made, Texas-raised queen has been chasing and executing her dreams for decades and plans to help every Everyone around her do the same. She currently just became the owner of two businesses, and with God leading the way, she plans to impact the world by leaving her all on this earthly runway. Y'all, I know that didn't make no sense, but she's leaving it on the runway, okay? Give it up for my guest, Hadassah McGrew. Yay! Hey, Thanks for having me, Jazz. Hey, girl. Girl, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for um, having me. I feel special and stuff. Girl, you are special. You are. Um, y'all can follow Hadassah at H-A-D-A-S-S-A-H-3-1, Hadassah31 on Instagram. And she literally is a supermodel. I'm so, okay. So a little bit of background. I've known Hadassah since high school. It seems like. Go back. Go way go back. back. <laughs> so to see you actually accomplish all the things that you've accomplished even over the last like couple of years um it seems you, you walk into target you don't know her face but it's in target when you walk in every single you time don't know my face <laughs> so you know yeah how are you i'm good i'm doing the best that i can here in new york I actually just got back from dallas uh spending some time with my family but work is finally starting to pick back up again because you know the modeling fashion industry kind of shut down for a bit but you know got the paper go out resting on my life so okay we, we slowly but steady getting back in it so yeah i'm just excited kind of taking my time here back there in new york like getting used to being out going out you know yeah, no stay away uh, yeah. but you know i gotta make money i gotta pay bills so I'm so surprised that you're back to modeling so soon because it, well, I mean, it's been three months. Well, you know, it seems like New York was one of the most places affected by COVID-19. So it's just like LA things are not back to normal yet. Yeah. I mean, it's not really back to normal here. Like things okay. are still pretty much closed down like the essentials and things like that. But, um, well, I guess, cause I actually did go to LA, um, uh, in June, sometime I had a I had a, a dream job that I got. That was my first job back in like three months. And I thought, you know, coming from Texas, Texas was too loose with it. We was everywhere. I wasn't, but Texas as a whole. And then when I got to uh, LA, I was like, oh, maybe I may go get my feet done. And I was like, eh, no, just kidding. Like, <laughs> LA ain't playing no games. So yeah. I was like, oh, they for real, for real. It is still pretty shut down. Like I think I did see like a nail shop or two open if you go outside of LA proper, but. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to be open, okay? If you're getting your nails done, you're not supposed to be open. <laughs> yeah, so I just stayed in my little butt in the hotel, got got in, got out, did back out in the flight, and that was it. So well, it's interesting to see how everybody's, how every state and all that is running everything because people ain't going to listen regardless, but. Right. Yeah, it is interesting. It's like a bunch of kids and seeing who are the well-behaved children and who are the rebels and stuff like that and who just really don't have no sense. <laughs> don't care at all like y'all y'all having a whole black party okay I, are we in a on a mandatory like quarantine no okay 
Definitely. Tell uh, tell me a little bit about your businesses. You said you started two businesses. Go ahead and plug those really quick for us. I actually can't quite plug them yet. You know, it's proprietary information because I'm still working on launching them. Okay. I went ahead and got, you know, them done on the back end and we're still working on trademarking and things. But okay. I will say that one is a faith is a faith based clothing line. Okay. And the other is more of like a parent company because like I got lots of businesses inside of me. So yeah. we kind of like model moguling and over here just that a whole bunch of stuff going on. So you got to stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook for when I do launch because it's soon and very soon it's coming and you don't want to miss it. So absolutely follow her. I'm so, so proud of everybody launching businesses like me and my husband. We finally got our little, you know, our uh, S Corp going during the quarantine and everything. So my, my brother too, like my mom, what y'all she's doing? What y'all doing? girl, you know, we can't say yet, but girl, we, uh, okay, I'm working, so I'm working on my information <laughs> group. <laughs> You know, for me, basically, I, you know, I can say one thing I'm working on my website to where I'm going to sell like merch for some of the funny stuff that I come up with or whatever, you know, I see you out here in these streets. A he he and a Do ha-ha. you? Do you? Yes. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, if my auntie see you, I know somebody to see you. Right. Y'all, my auntie. DM me talking about, oh, you know this girl named Jasmine? I was like, I do. How do you know her? And I was like, yo, Jazz must be out here. If my auntie don't even right. really me, ask me about this girl. Like, if y'all know who Jasmine is, like, you need to, she's something, she's somebody real. Like, Isn't that crazy? She's something and she's big, something major. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always start the podcast off with a quote of the day. Hadassah, you know this quote because you picked it. And it's, I'm riding this train as long as I can. As long as I'm having fun, I'll do it. When it stops being fun, I'll try something else. Maybe I'll open up a chain of Popeye's chicken by the beautiful Gabrielle Union. Um, what does this quote mean to you? Why did you choose this one? So first off, I've I've recently I've always been kind of in awe of Gabrielle Union. You know, she's like excellence to the T. Uh, growing up watching lots of her movies, but as of recently, like within the last year, I got a chance to work with her, um, with her one of her collections uh, with fashion and figure, and just got to know her a little bit more intimately. So I've really liked to learn her role like as an advocate for people. Um, just getting to know her on a deeper level. And so that quote, I've learned that, you know, she's a woman who wears many hats. She's producing, she's acting, she's an advocate, she's business owner, she's mom, she's everything and some. And so to me, that quote was just like, that's kind of how I live my life. It's just you think, oh, I have this structured plan. And you think like, oh, I have to be doing this very specific thing. But then out of nowhere, you may look up and say, yo, Hadasha's the owner of uh, a Popeye's chicken. Or here in New York, we got a crown fried chicken. I do want to own one one day. <laughs> uh, it's just like, you just never know kind of what life has for you. Like, I feel like you have to live life kind of in, I guess, in vibrations, like really taking in the energy of what's working in that moment. And if it's working for me, it's working for me. If it's not, hey, I can do whatever I want to do. When people ask right. me, what do I do? I'm like, I'm, a, I'm an artist. I create, I do whatever I want to do. And I make money off of it because for me life is art and anything that I'm creating is art and it's going to benefit somebody so if I'm owning Popeye's chicken you better believe my staff gonna be like a one and we're gonna be encouraging you when you walk away like all that so it's just like I that that quote was just like you think Gabrielle Union is going to be doing this specific type of thing but this out of the blue she can bam just be open up a Popeye's chicken so that's how I just live my life kind of you just never know what you're going to get from Hadasha so yeah I love that quote. When I saw it, I was like, I'm so glad you picked this. Do you ever come like, 
I, and I'm asking you this because my husband's like kind of the opposite. He's like, what's your five year plan? What's your 10 year plan? Like, how do you plan your future if you are really doing what's best for you in the moment? Well, I think, yeah, like there's the blueprint for some things and some people are more like tactical, like I need a game plan. But I think you can sit down. I know what my passions are, what my interests are. Um, I know what my finances look like and where I want them to be. So you have like your short term goals and you kind of just expand them to a larger degree. And so, yes, you can kind of plan to that extent. But then you also have to know, like somebody can throw your wrench at any given moment, like your a loved one can die, which causes you to come off of work for some time. And then yeah. just that route that you were going hardcore in the corporate industry or something like you had to come off of that job. So your trajectory changed. So yeah. I've learned that. I was in nursing school. I don't know if you remember my testimony. Like I was in nursing school, had that all planned out. Like, bro, I'm about to be the best nurse up in this thing. You would have made a really good, you would make a really good nurse. You would. I would have been nurse dirge. Like, it would have been, <laughs> been lit up in the hospital room. <laughs> um, but yeah, that just changed. I failed my, one of my um, exams by one question and bam, that got me kicked out of nursing school. And then what? Like, whoa. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, how, like what am I supposed to do now? So yeah. then I really had to trust God, like, hey, I don't know what to do no more. Like, I had it all planned out to the T, five-year plan, four-year plan, and that didn't happen. And I don't know what to do now. So at this point, I have to place my faith in you and trust that you're guiding me and that I'm your child and that you're not going to just let me be out here hanging and, yeah. you know, just leaving me me dry, high and dry. So I did that. I was like, hey, God, you took away or you allowed this to happen, but mm-hmm. I need you to have something be- bigger and better to come. Right. And I, I sat back and let that happen. And voila, like, I, I don't think I would change what happened. Yeah. And I'm so thankful this is bigger and better than I ever would have imagined. So right. you just have to kind of do what you can, let God fill in the rest and really allow him to steer your ship. Right. I totally agree with that. And you never doubt anything that happens in your life, even in moments where you do fail, because that is just opening another door for you. I really believe that when one door closes, another one opens like that's how I live my life or whatever. So I truly trust in that. Yes, facts. Um, And lemons ain't even that bad. I don't even know why we came up with that. They kind of good. They sour, but... (laughs) But you can get it down. (laughs) You can get it down. You know, another thing about that quote, and you were talking about your uh, experience with Gab, like um, I've always loved Gabrielle Union. It's, she's always somebody that I've looked up to. Uh, you know, people be saying, Somebody you that you kind of like look her. like. Y'all kind of, I'm about to say. <laughs> somebody that you kind of look like. Yeah, I can't hate on nobody I look like. Um, but you know what? The one thing that people have said, you know, here in LA and stuff like that, and you know, after America's Got Talent, that she's not a pleasure to work with, you know? And so it's good to hear you have a firsthand experience with her and say, I've actually had a pleasure working with her because when your reputation is bruised like that, bye. And that also depends on who that's coming from. That's just like within the modeling industry. I've been on sets before where people don't know how to do my hair or they don't know how to understand the, the perspective from that, which I'm coming from. Yeah. And then I can go upset and then, oh my gosh, it also was just so hard to work with and difficult. No, I wasn't. I just right. had something up like an opposing thought to what you had to say. I voiced it just like anyone else would, but because it was kind of like kickback, you just want to turn it into something bigger. So how do we know these people who said she's a, not a pleasure to work with, we don't know the full spectrum of that situation. So, and we already know the context of of what a lot of that is because, you know, they they didn't want to be represented a certain way or she was Mm -hmm. too black and whatever. 
for us, no, it's not like, yes, queen, get it. We love this black excellence. You thriving in your melanin, showing the culture. You know, this is what we like to see. You can't tell us how to represent us. Right. So, and you know what? Like another thing, like, you know, to say about that is there are some things that I read that Gab went through that I wouldn't accept. And I, I'm not even famous or rich. Like, I'm not going to accept that as Jasmine walking up in there. So I'm a human, period. Right. Well, that was good. I'm so glad you got to work with Gab. If y'all want to see more about um, with Hadassah's campaign with Gabrielle Union and that clothing line, check her Instagram because the pictures are gorgeous. Well, Hadassah, we always ask random questions on this podcast, but before we do, I'm going to take a little bit break and when we come back, we're going to be talking about the best and worst thing about living in New York City and misconceptions about being a model. So we'll be right back. Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. I'm here with supermodel Hadassah and we're about to get into some random questions. So I'd love to know, what is your point of view on the best thing and the worst thing about living in New York City? Food. (laughs) Food is the best thing. So food, yes, I'm a foodie and I love food. Upon arriving, I found a place called Crown Fried of the Chicken, less than a two minute walk from my house. And they have like everything that you can imagine. And it's all like dirt cheap. And they stay open till like past two o'clock in the morning. Yes. Hold on. What do they have? Because it's just, it's like kind of fast foodie stuff. Like, so they have hamburgers, burgers, they have Philly cheesesteaks, salads, Asian food. What? (laughs) They have fish. they have desserts, pizza. It's kind of just like a, a, an eclectic blend of options yes. for like late night snacking. And just when you get hungry, it's like, hey, I don't have to go to a restaurant. I can get you right here for $6.99, get a burger, fries and drink or, you know, wow. three pieces of fish and some rice and a drink for $7.99. Like, Girl. man, that just really blessed my soul. Like God knew what he was doing when he put me in this house. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, yes, I'm a foodie. There's just so many food options, like outside of that, like mom and pop shops. Um, yeah. just, you can walk around anywhere, like in Rowlett, where we're from. You got to take a car somewhere, and it's at least about a four or five minute drive. Like, I can't just leave, I can't just put on my jammies and some slides and walk down the street yes. in five minutes and get some food. Um, so that's kind of, that's really dope. Like, man, food will get you in trouble here. I feel you. That's like one thing I miss about, like, you know, we're from Texas. You can't do that. But when we lived in San Francisco, what? What? Can you do that in San Francisco? Yes. Yes. Walk across the street, walk a block or two. You know, right. I have been to San Francisco once and I did leave from the hotel and I didn't need a car. I just kind of moseyed around. You just walk. So, okay. Well, what's the worst thing? The worst thing is just, the uncleanliness, uncleanliness, cleanly, uncleanliness. <laughs> I graduated. I really did. I promise. Um, yeah, it's just not clean, and it stinks a lot of the time because of their sanitation system. Like people put trash outside, and you know, there's a high uh, demographic of homelessness. So you know, you have kind of urine everywhere, and the subway stations, and just public transportation. So you can just walk outside and it's just like, oh, what a great day. Mm-hmm. 
it, it just ruins the whole vibe. Um, when it's cold, it's a little bit different because, you know, the cold kind of takes that stench yes. out a little bit. But it's that bad that sometimes it doesn't go away. So it's just like you, you're just always wondering what's on the bottom of my sh- my foot. If I'm on the subway, what am I sitting in? Like, what is this unknown <laughs> liquid that's right next to me that's running down the seat? Okay, well, I wanted to ask you, what's a misconception about being a model? Or what do people automatically even assume about you that might not even be true? Well, people automatically assume that I get free clothes, of course. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, do you get to keep the clothes on set? I'm like, no, look at my clothes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Um, I've actually, I have worked my way up the ladder and I have become like a, a regular at some place with some clients that I work with. And so some of the directors are like, Hey, Asha, do you want this? Or, you know, if they have to tailor it like specifically to me for a campaign or something, they're just like, yo, it's already tailored to you. Take it. I'm like, well, I ain't gonna block y'all's blessings. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm waiting to get that from like high end, high end, um, designers and brands and things like that because I'm also working my way up into the editorial world because you know I'm very commercially very hee hee ha ha come shop very girl next door yes but I can also be edgy Mm. you know I have them (laughs) as well so we're we're, we're launching that side of me as well clients are starting to see it you know the more and more I put my hair up and they can see face and you know that eyebrow the eyebrow you know they be giving me a lot of jobs they be giving me a lot of jobs So, yeah, they think I can get free clothes. Um, They think that it's just easy. Like, being a model is easy. Oh, you just take pictures in front of a camera. Like, y'all, modeling is an art. It is a skill. At its base, yeah, anybody can take a picture. But when you're, like, doing an editorial or you're telling a story, you're also an actor, in a sense. Yes. Like, they give you an image, a persona, a vibe they're trying to execute. And you have to, like, embody that through facial expressions, through body movement. It's mm-hmm. talking without talking and using yes. your body. It's body language. So that is an art that does take time. Um, even something as simple as smiling. I didn't know a lot of people can't smile. Like for me, it's easy. Where it's harder for me to be like all serious and sexy and sassy yeah. and all that. For some people, they have that easily, but they can't simply smile and have like a, a genuine, authentic smile. Yeah. So it is an art. You have to train yourself. You know how many times I'm in the mirror, like looking crazy, doing stuff with my body and just learning my face. Like you have to learn your angles. You have yes. to learn like, okay, is this side better than this side? What does my lip do on here? Do I, does my mouth come open? Do I know how to suck in? Like here, they're yeah. just finding your light and finding your angles. So it's not easy in the yeah. lifestyle. Like I travel a lot, like a lot pre pre quarantine. Yeah. Um, and it gets like very taxing. Like I live out of a suitcase. Literally my room was a mess before quarantine. Cause I'm literally pack and go pack and go. And so it can get very exhausting and you still have to show up to set like, Hey y'all let's go. Yeah. Like, still able to, execute those things that they're wanting so it's not just something that's I, don't, I believe true modeling will do an editorial when you become on this level working for high-end clients it's not just something that's easy no I definitely think that you know when you look at dance when you think it look at movement um you have to look at modeling the same way like a lot of us a lot of y'all don't even know what y'all booty look like but a model has to know every part of her body to my pinky toe to the, the crevices up in here because I'm hand modeling you know I gotta be able to to know you know which one okay like you gotta know everything do my nose hair stick out right here like everything 
Girl, don't bring it. It shows up. It, it shows up. A body hygiene, aesthetic, like how I upkeep my hair. Like I'm very, my hair is my baby. Like I got to take care of my hair, my skin, yes. everything, grooming, all of that. Like your body is used for other people's art. So you yes. have to keep yourself up as a muse. Wow. Well, that's really good insight for anyone who wants to be a model or, you know, just learning a little bit more about the industry. I guess my last random question for you is what's your favorite dessert? To preface this, preface is the word. <laughs> I was doing some videos on TikTok and I like to do these videos about what your blank says about you. So I did what's your favorite dessert? says about you and I and I had a lot of people saying that um I was right about the things that I said and stuff like that so I want to know what is your favorite dessert and then maybe I can tell you what it says about you if it's one that I've already done I am my favorite dessert girl (laughs) (laughs) a whole snack baby um no for real let's see my favorite dessert Hmm, that's hard because I eat sweets galore. You know, I'm a foodie, so I eat Same. everything. Same. Uh, my favorite, okay, favorite snack is oatmeal cream pies. That's, oatmeal. that's one of my go-tos. The little Debbie yeah. cakes? Little Debbie cake. Why well, tear a couple of them up and I'll tear a whole box up in one day. Like, <laughs> what, what? What? I did that? <laughs> Girl, my husband. Donuts, little donuts, chocolate donuts. My husband loves those things. Those oatmeal there be rappers everywhere, all over everywhere. the the clear rappers. You be like, yes. you get a rapper, you get a rapper, you get a rapper. Yes, and don't get the the giant size, like the Texas. <laughs> I don't know, they call it Texas size or giant size. Yes, Boy. yes, <laughs> yes. I think they are called Texas wrong. size. Sometimes there's a certain satisfaction that comes with the little ones, though, because you know it makes you feel like you're not overindulging. But when you eat the whole twelve pack, that's a different story. That's different. But I mean, it just be like that sometimes. You know? Sometimes just you just like got that. a snack. I did not do. You're lucky because I didn't do the oatmeal cream pies. But you know what? If I had to guess, can you right tell? Now, okay, if you had to guess, I don't think people on the coast is eating oatmeal cream pies is the way y'all eating them. So, you on the east coast or the west coast? Either one on any coast. Dang, is that a southern thing? I, I never. I'm happy to do a survey on my, on my Instagram. <laughs> y'all eat oatmeal cream pies out here? Tag me. Hey, yo, B, you eating them oatmeal cream pies, son? <laughs> okay, they gonna say oatmeal what? We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some trending topics, including, you know, the Hollywood and the modeling industry. And we're also going to talk about, you know, being a boss. And, you know, I, I would tell y'all more, but let's just wait until we come back. <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm Jasmine W. Welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations with my guest Hadassah. And we are going to talk about some trending topics. Um, Okay, so just like Hollywood, the fashion industry can be brutal. How do you remain your authentic, how do you remain your authentic self in the industry? I think, okay, so first off, I feel like it starts with your why. Why did you get into the industry? Why did you get into the modeling field? Because if I know like I'm trying to attain a certain level of success, 
Um, some people, they want to like get rich real quick or they want to get famous real quick. So they'll do any and everything to get there. My, my mission is not to, it's not for that. It's to utilize this platform to impact young women, young men, you know, anybody who has a dream, whether it's just modeling entertainment, period. Mm -hmm. I want to take that platform and leverage it to like inspire because modeling is not the only thing in life. Like any type of celebrity who has a platform, they can use it for whatever they want to. And so for me, I want to use that to inspire people to, to push. I'm a Christian, but just, you know, push my faith, not push it on people, but to share my faith. Yeah. And because that's, that's what's ultimately gotten me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that helps me stay true to who I am. It helps me keep my standards because I know who's in control, which is God. God is ultimately my agent at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if I don't succumb to like this idea of what you want me to be, or how you think I should look, um, because, you know, people will try to control your body. Since I was, third, uh, when did I get in? I got in when I was 14. People yeah. have always seen these things, uh -huh, <laughs> and they've wanted to use them <laughs> for for their monetary gains. And, you know, for really? me, Really? That's crazy. My, yeah, girl, yeah. I've always had a grown woman body, you know, thoroughbred. <laughs> but, you know, I, and I... Not that I have anything against like lingerie models or anything like that, but I have certain things that I do and don't do because I want to control my image and yeah. I don't want to be seen as like a sex symbol or anything like that. Like if you see me as that, cool. I don't want yes. that to be my main goal. Everybody has that right to choose what they want for themselves. Right. So I choose, I, I just say I'm in control of that so I can turn down a job and I've turned down jobs that are worth a lot of money because you know, you get paid more when you show more. Yeah. But for me, it's not about that. So knowing my why, why I got into this, who I'm doing it for, all those young women out there who maybe want to see how to get through the modeling industry more modestly um, or just the entertainment period industry. So knowing your why, also just seeing that people relate to you more when you're yourself when they see that yes. oh she's just a normal girl like me who you know wake up just in a hoodie and just at home <laughs> you know chilling talking to her girlfriend yeah. or on the phone I think it just makes you more relatable um when you're just your authentic self I've had jobs you know so they tell us to have an aesthetic for mm -hmm. your Instagram and all of that and you know as a model if you go on my page I don't have you know every single yes. so I don't have your stereotype I'm goofy I like to, I want to act. I want to be silly. I want to make people laugh and have fun. So it's okay to just kind of break down those barriers of perfection that we're so used to having to yes. feel. Um, and I've had, even though I've been told that that could hurt me, mm -hmm. it's actually worked to my advantage because I've actually had art directors, you know, I'm riding in the car with art directors on the way to set and they're just like, but we booked you because we loved your Instagram because you posted that video or this. And that is what reminds me. Dasha, sticking to yourself, doing what you know, like God put into you, using your gifts, that your God-given gifts. You can't ever, nobody can ever dim your light yeah. when it when it's authentic and when it's natural. Like I, I can't try to be like Jasmine. I can't right. try to be like Gabrielle. I can't try to be like Ashley Graham. Like I can only be Hadash, and I think that's what draws people to you when you have something that's a little bit different than what yes. everybody else is doing. So right. that's what naturally pulls people to you. So you got to stay true to who you are. I feel like it'll just get you a lot further for the long term because people get tired of acting. Yeah. You could have short term success or you can even <laughs> have long term success acting like somebody else, but that wears on you mentally. And life is it's not too short, it's too long. 
to be yes. faking. Yes. Like it, it is too short, but it's also too long to be trying to fake and be like somebody else. Like I want to come home and say, I did what I wanted to do because it made me happy. I acted. I yes. said what I wanted to say because it made me happy, not because you said that's what I had to do. Right. I love that advice. It's so true. And it's so interesting that you said that because I did. I put out a YouTube video today about five ways that have helped me not give a damn about, you know, it's, it's more about what people have to say. And one of the things I said is exactly what you just said. You know, even when you're criticized, you know, you, people, you might have turned down a modeling job that was super sexy, modeling, modeling lingerie, and people may have said, you know what, she does she think she's too good to do this? But you will feel satisfied because you stayed true to yourself. Imagine if you went and did the job and didn't stay true to yourself. That feels a lot worse than saying. Yeah, and if I, my thing is if I do, because I have done, I've done it like once or twice. So when I do do it, I say, as long as I do it and it's an informed decision that I made, yes. and I feel confident in it, all the calculated risks that I feel like that may come with it, any consequences, if any. Right. Like, because I, I always ask, you know, I have my pastors and mentors that I always go to and discuss like, hey, should I take this job, blah, 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 because mm-hmm. of just what I'm doing. And they always tell me, you ain't gonna go to hell because you do if you're going to yeah. do it, pray about it, ask for God for discernment. And if that, if that job is for you and be confident, let your yes be your yes and be confident in that. And yeah. don't let anybody shake you from doing that. So as long as you're confident in what you're doing and you made that decision um, and you like did all your due diligence and figuring out if that works for you. Yeah. And I say, go, go with it. I say, yeah. I don't do it because I like, to, if I'm going to do it, I want to be in control if it's a lingerie shoot yeah. like, and I don't want to come off a certain way. So I typically wait till I've established a, a relationship with a client and they know me, they know my heart where yeah. they know like, Oh, she's not thinking she's better than somebody. She just wants to be represented a certain way if she's right. going to do it. So right. yeah, I know Hadasha, come on. I can work with you. We can work together. So I'm like, yes. okay, cool. Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm just coming across as a diva or just, yeah, we all have a, a we are entitled to what we stand for and how we want our bodies reflected because these images don't just go away. These right. are images last that last forever. forever and they're representative of you and your values. So Yeah. And you know, that's just one thing. I, I I face the same thing when it comes to comedy. It's like, should I? I have comedy. I, I grew up very Christian. I call myself a flexible Christian now, honey. I, I cuss. I'm not, I'm not, I, <laughs> I, I be cussing and stuff like that. And I think... You know, whenever I cuss or if I decide to say the N-word on stage and I have a set, you know, I think about why, why am I doing it? Is there value? Am I doing it just to be doing it? Yeah. Does it add value to the stories? Is it a reflective of my father and stuff like that? And then as long as I'm comfortable with it, okay, cool. I have to move forward. But the moment that I feel like I'm doing it for somebody else or doing it because I think that's what I ought to be doing, because that's what people want to see in comedy or whatever, you know, that's the moment to where um, I'm, I'm diverting away from my my authenticity there. So um, because you have to answer to yourself at the end of the day, if you do it cut for Christian vibes. You have to answer to God at the end of the day. Right. And I think that's just like, you have to take responsibility for your own actions and yeah, you, you do what makes you feel comfortable. Like, cause even it, even um, when it goes, you know, Megan good, you know, people yeah. talk about her all the time, her, her role as a Christian woman, but then mm-hmm. also as an actress entertainer. Yeah. And I've learned from that. Like there may be things that I don't agree with her on, but mm-hmm. that I also respect her, her independence, you know, to, to pray for discernment and to see is this role because she she blatantly says like I pray and and my husband we go for God and see if this Mm -hmm. role is for me I ain't got nothing to do with that if you go into God yes baby I'm out like that's between you so I respect that 
And so even though I may not understand every decision she makes, everybody may not understand every decision I make, but you right. just have to respect that. And that's all you can do. We're humans. Right. Nobody knows. Nobody's perfect and nobody knows end all be all. So we're all just trying to do the best thing that we can, live the exactly. best righteous life that we can. So Yeah. And please don't try to judge nothing I did because uh, I'm not trying to hear it. Uh, <laughs> uh, not even from my granny. Okay. I'll be like, granny, I don't, I'm not trying to hear what you're talking about right now. Uh <laughs> Huh? I can't hear. I think I lost my hair. Okay, I'm huh? call you. I love you. I'm, I'm gonna call blind. you back. <laughs> you say I'm legally blind. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so this brings me to a, a topic that, to me, it's always trending because men are constantly talking about how they want a woman who has her own, a boss, a strong, independent woman. Okay. And you are I strong. E e p e e. Okay. Do you know what that means? I didn't spell it right, but it's okay. So I'm asking you, you're a strong woman, you're independent. Do you think men are intimidated by you, your beauty, your faith, your success, the fact that they walk into Target and they see your face when they walk into Target? Like, how has how has that been? <sighs> well, first of all, I, I so I, I just got out of a relationship like more than a year ago. And that was my first relationship in almost 10 years. Mm. So I haven't even dated that much because I'm very selective in who I date and I'm just really picky. But so I haven't had too much like experience, but it's more from like my girlfriend's experience and things like that. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think people are in some, even like my, even my ex, he told me like, I was scared to approach you because I didn't want to come to you without coming correct. Yeah. And he's not the first person, even like guy friends who try to be like, yo, Dersh, I'll make you my wife. Like I get that all the time. Like, okay, so why don't you? Um, but yeah, like a lot of times when it gets to actual conversation, like I can kind of feel the the intimidation a little bit not like in a cocky way or anything but it's kind of like oh, I don't think I'm good enough for you because you're doing all this and yeah. even with my faith because I am very strong about my faith mm-hmm. um very very so that's why a lot of relationships don't work out for me because I'm I need a man that's gonna leave me like a man of God like I, I I'm okay with somebody growing in their walk but <clears throat> I need you to kind of have that kind of figured out before you get with me that's just what I prefer yeah. you know if God tells me otherwise cool but as of right now that's type of person that I need in my life because with the things that I'm doing in life I need a faith-driven man Mm -hmm. everything I do is faith-based um so with faith even with finances I make a lot of money like it ain't no secret like I'm a millionaire billionaire trillionaire like I am am an heir to opulence and wealth like it is mine and I guess meeting somebody on that same financial level and even if they're not like I don't mind but as long as you're doing something like everybody can't make modeling money. Modeling money is really good. Yeah. And I understand that. But as long as you have a vision for yourself, yes. that's all that I really care about. If you have a vision and a game plan and you're out here trying to execute it, like that's all I need. I think it can all be a little intimidating, but I'm here to let you know, like, like just, just shoot your shot. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accepting shots. Just the okay. Court open. The court's the open. The court's open. You can come practice. Yes, you know, bring your buddies, bring your buddies. Let's have some fun. Okay, well, that's so, good yeah. to know. Yeah, but I think the, a really strong man, I don't think, is intimidating. It's okay to be scared. Like, it, it's hard out here for guys because you're kind of putting it all on the line just for somebody to either say yes or no. But the least somebody can say is no, like, and keep it pushing. Like, yeah. you got to just keep trying, see if somebody works for you, and that's okay. I think I, I'm waiting for like a really confident man who doesn't let my 
success intimidate him because I want somebody who's successful as well or let my success inspire you so that we can yes. you know I'm trying to find my Jay-Z out here I'm Beyonce you Jay like let's let's go get it okay Jay-Z though well okay I mean business business okay I got you I love Jay I'm not gonna hate on Jay I love Jay I'm just joking I love Jay I, do I like the me. hustle of Beyonce and Jay like I think it's they they use both of their gifts dynamically like together mm-hmm. and they're creating a legacy for their family and I just want to create that with whoever you know my husband future husband my boo thing my daddy and my kids yeah, I just want to create a legacy yeah it's good to to um let men know out here they can shoot they shot and they might get a, a slam dunk and they might miss just go ahead and shoot though because that's that's what it's about okay well, we're nice you know we're you're, you're very nice Yes. But but she's very nice, but she's also not going to sugarcoat things for you. Yeah, so that's what you want. I know what I want. And I know, and I want, one of my biggest fears in life is wasting time. I do not like to waste time. I like to be very uh, intentional. Yes, I would like to be on Instagram while baited with somebody. But if you're not rocking with the, the right qualities and motives and just inspiration, aspirations in life, like, I don't have time to waste putting that out there if it's not going to really happen. So yeah. I just know what I want. And if I know what I want, I'm going to... I'm good, but thank you. Appreciate it. Be blessed. And on that note, the one thing I will say is, I, you know, we've been friends on social media forever. I never knew that you had a boyfriend. So that's just one thing I will say. Yes. <laughs> Be yes. patient. Ooh, I'm practicing my inner Beyonce, you know, keeping things on the left, <laughs> gentling my bee. I mean, if you were my friend and in my circle, you knew who he was. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I was hesitant about, you know, posting it so quick because you just never know what could happen and so yeah. i don't know if i'm that type that wants to date until i get married but like, yeah i know but pow, pow, like i'm married I'm exactly um i don't know next boyfriend it could be different i don't know like, so we, we go with the flow listen i keep it separate you look at my instagram right now you wouldn't know but if you see my stories you'll see my husband pop in every now and then i love in there looking at you upside the head like girl you don't sit down <laughs> Always. But I, um, the love. I feel it. I feel it. They love you. Do you? They love you. That's <laughs> your forever, babe. You're too much. I think so. Okay, y'all. Well, listen, we're going to step into the Keep It Real corner like we do at the end of every episode. And I have a question from actually someone that was on my Instagram the other day. And they said, I am in college. And after I graduate, I want to move to LA to pursue my dreams of being an actress. What advice do you have for me about pursuing my dream so what would you say for it was a young woman who wanted to graduate college and pursue her dreams what what advi- piece of advice do you have for her um like we just mentioned earlier what is your why baby girl if you go out there looking to to get rich quick or just kind of achieve success quickly which it can happen not saying that it doesn't but for the most part it does take time and you got to put a lot of effort in like you're going to they're going to weed you out real quick because the industry you went to LA, like that's a harsh industry to get into. Everybody and their mama want to act and entertain and all that. So you got to come with tough skin. And part of having tough skin is knowing what your why is. What kind of right now, write down your goals of what you would like to achieve while you're there. Look into agencies that you want to like go with. Be intentional. Have like a game plan. Look up your agencies. Look at the clients that they work with, who their clients are working for. See if that vibes with your energy put a call out there for any other artist. I think another way until you get an agent is to create with 
friends and people like we are creators we are producers we don't know the greatness that I don't think we realize the greatness that a a lot that we just have ourselves without relying on a casting team or a big production set Jasmine you can produce something and that thing can blow up like look at Issa Rae like she started doing something just herself and then now look at her so try things with friends look into the local creative artists like community and start working with them get on tiktok look to see the different ways that you can start branding yourself before you even get before an agency before you get in front of a big casting director because i feel like that's a lot of the pre-leg work that goes into um getting your big moment of fame yeah like always be working on yourself studying i call netflix my my study guide <laughs> that's how, that's why how I because i binge watched a lot But I don't watch TV the same way anymore because I'm trying to get into acting as well. But I I look and study how actors maybe um, executed that scene. Like what what did it take from them to do that? Or maybe I'll just go and look at monologues and I'll try to do them myself. But always just finding ways to strengthen your skill set. Always being teachable, coachable, being a student to the industry. Find a mentor. Yeah. Just always, always remember your why. Because I think when the times where you get the door shut in your face, when you get a no for that role, that's what keeps you pushing. Like, okay, I got to know this time, but I know I'm great. I know I have something to offer. So if you don't create it, I'm going to create it myself, me and my right. friends. Just like Gabrielle Union, one thing that she always says is, you know, if, if you can't get a seat at the table, create the table yourself. Right. So I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to Build find those table. opportunities to mm-hmm. create the table myself. Everybody doesn't have the boldness or even the resources to do that. I don't think everybody's meant to build their own tables if they don't want to, but that is an option. Like, no, that is an option. A lot of us don't even, uh, especially people of color, we're not like taught that and that's not put into our ears. Like, hey, you can create it. You can be the owner. You can be the producer. Um, So know your why. If if faith is your thing, stay strong to that. Stay rooted in who you are. Don't yeah. fold. Don't compromise on your standards. Have a set of standards going in, yeah. so that you do not um, get easily swayed by money or by um, clout or by somebody in a position of power. And just like, oh, well, I like them, and they can give me a job, so I'll sure I'll do that. No, know who you are, because right. all those things are going to work for you in the end. If you mm-hmm. and if you keep doing that and just be resilient and relentless. You're going to make it. I always say that when you put 100% into something, you know, it does take time. But as long as you put 100% into that thing, like, I really believe that you attract it. That's a part of what is for you is for you. You are attracting that thing that you really want really badly. So, um, yeah, you're manifesting it. So Speak it over yourself every day when you wake up. Like, hey, I'm going to be successful today. I'm going to be productive today. Like Facts. you gotta manifest the things that you want, the people that you want, the circles that you want to be in. Like, yeah. So, Hadasha, let us know what you're working on right now. How can we keep up with you for people who want to say, "I really love this interview with her," and how do how do I like keep up with everything she's doing? Yes. Well, first off, Instagram. You can follow me at Hadasha thirty one H to the A to the D to the A to the S to the S to the H three one three one. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Facebook at Hadasha McGrew, and I'm sure Jasmine will kind of tag that down there somewhere. You can also follow me on TikTok. Um, I like to be funny and I dance and all that stuff. So that's kind of like, I'm crazy on all my platforms, but yeah. that's just where I can do the sketches and all of that. And that's at Hadersha, H-A-D-E-R-S-H-A-3-1. 
Yeah. Um, those are the platforms you can follow me on and just I have like I said be on the lookout for my businesses that are coming out I also um, I'm like I just said I love sharing wealth so I plan on starting a financial literacy program because mm-hmm. as I'm coming into big money I'm trying to learn how to manage that and I want to help others learn how to manage what they have not just big money but anything mm-hmm. so learning how to get multiple streams of income. I actually just joined, I'm starting to do the Forex thing, which a lot of people are like, oh, but it's a calculated risk. And so far it's been lucrative for me. So I'm trying that out so that I can make my money. But outside of that, just follow me. Like You never know what Hadasha is up to. You really don't. Stay tuned because it's going to benefit you though. Everything that I do, I'm here to serve y'all. Perfect. And then if, if, you know, no, no other reason that she has listed entices you to follow her. She's always dancing and smiling on her page. So if you ever need to pick me up, there's a lot of stuff on social media right now that, you know, are make you sad or make you mad and everything else. So it's nice to have somebody always posting some content to uplift people. you know, so that's really important. Like jazz, you like yeah. to laugh and exactly. laughter is literally medicine. It so. is. There's a lot going on in the world. Yeah, we talk about political matters and, you know, everything that's going on in the world with racial injustice, but even using comedy to shed a light on those things, I do it all. Having conversations like this with other girls in the modeling industry, giving you a perspective from our allies. You can find all of that on my Instagram. So follow me. Well, follow her, y'all. Follow and me d- as I follow Christ. <laughs> follow her as she follows Lord Jesus Christ, Savior, Lord God. Um, rate, review, and subscribe on the platform that you're listening to right now. And if you love Colored Couch Conversations, make sure to tell someone about this show. You can follow us on Instagram at Colored Couch Conversations. And you can also watch the show on my YouTube. That's comedian Jasmine W, spelled J-A-Z-M-Y-N. Thanks to my dad and we're gonna say bye but thank you so much Hadassah for being on the show thank you Jess for having me like shout out to you like for real for real for all that you're doing I follow I've been following you for the past couple years and seeing your like come up with pursuing this and giving up your corporate job to pursue your dreams like that's a testimony in itself and I'm just so happy for you like I pray that God favor on everything that you're doing I can't wait to see you thank you and I'm Thank you. And I'm feeling the favor too. And you never know. We might be at the, girl, we'll be at the top together. Then what? <laughs> you said we might. I know. I said I had to change we that. We will. <laughs> we will. Y'all gonna see Jazz and Dersh right okay. there together. And, and everybody's gonna be like, what is Rollette? I don't understand why they keep saying that. <laughs> you didn't know? You know? So if you don't you know, know, now you know. Nobody you <laughs> Bye, y'all. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, y'all. Thank you.